Welcome back to the Fix Podcast, episode one, zero, three? Yeah. Are they sorry they know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Talk Can't remember you did say few last time. That's so right. That's why. That is right. You're why I wasn't saying two. Yeah. You know why. <laughs> Anyways, the boy and I are here with Javi and a returning probably somewhat kind of still sick Harry. <laughs> Just let our guest know. She make a guest know for before. <laughs> it's not the like She just uh, recovered from something that may or may not be COVID nineteen. We're not sure. Ari is here in the building. People, welcome Hi. back. Ari. <laughs> just stop with the movement. Social and wave, like, like <laughs> I can't even touch it. And I recover. I couldn't even get a hug. Uh, why you guys so? Why guys? It wasn't Corona. If it was Corona, I would not be here. We gotta be sure. I'm responsible. All right, like, did you get tested? No. All right. Because I didn't have the same. She thumbs. says after saying I, I was responsible. Have <laughs> right, I didn't have the symptoms. You weren't coughing. I was coughing. You never have a sore throat. That's not a symptom. All right. That's not a symptom. <laughs> all right. All right. Fever? No, I didn't have a fever. Oh. So that and that 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 them say is the the key. If you if you have a fever and you're coughing. It may be Carmel. Jeremy just in a car, just very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Stop scaring the guests. Mask on. <laughs> Guys are evil. Uh, as we just mentioned, people, we do have a special guest joining us for this podcast. It's a very special podcast. Mr. Jeremy Harding, producer supreme. Ray. Manager supreme. <laughs> Thanks, Fix. Thanks for having me back. It's been Which like a right. year, right? This is yeah. like your third time, actually, though, because you did forward. Like with last Nigel. year, with Nigel, with Nigel yeah, and uh-huh, then uh-huh. we call upon the phone. Ah, yes, the calling yes. one. True, true. And yeah. then right now. Oh no, yeah, so three, three times. So true. So, awesome. So, sorry, All right, before we get to our guests and before we get to anything else, let's just big up our sponsors right away, right away. Oh, okay. So fix up on ourselves. All right, people. So this podcast episode is brought to you by Itopia Life located at 10A West King's House Road the best mm-hmm. medical marijuana dispensary around okay cultivating flower and culture this podcast mm-hmm. is also brought to you by Lothian's Boutique I don't have in my hair this week but <laughs> Lothian's Boutique follow them on Instagram at Lothian's Boutique you can also check out their store in Portmore that's 23 West Tradeway and guys you can use my code Ariane 10 A-R-I-A-N-N-E 10 to get 10% discount off your next bundle purchase mm-hmm. and fix merch people fix merch you can't forget that go cup Fix merch at teespring.com oh, slash Where's the cup? Only Javi are ripped today. Oh, yeah. Where's your cup? Ah, oh, jeez. Share uh, it today. Well, you are repping today. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we do this. I got yeah. this. Fix merch, Closer, people. closer. I don't want to buy it. <laughs> as much as I want to. Uh, Get out of uh, here. Uh, <laughs> I've been questioning it lately. Uh, anyway, fix merch, people. <laughs> teespring.com slash store slash the fix ja can cop that classic black tea with the white logo you can get the blue tea with the faded logo you can get the infamous it's a trap shirt as well as our new fixed mask that we have on sale as well it's so comfy it's comfy yeah and as well as fix mug and all those fixed goodness people so teespring.com slash stores 
slash the fixture. I have it on good authority that our guests also bought from teespring.com. <laughs> I was going to wear it, but then I figured it'd just be like weird to wear the fixed shirt on the fixed fix. interview. Well, I don't know, like, <laughs> like, it would be weird. <laughs> right, as much as I would appreciate it, I said, can I Like, like you dress me, I come through the door, wear this shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wear the shirt, Jimmy, wear it. It's almost like a force it. Yeah, wear yeah. yeah. Please. Uh, so teespring.com slash store slash the fix J A. Nah, big up nobody, yeah, man. Uh, Marcus Garvey, birthday. Big up Marcus Garvey. Oh, fix it? Um, yeah. Okay. Got it. You good? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll just quickly big ups. Um, <laughs> big ups to Marcus Garvey. It's his birthday today, of course. Um, national here. I yeah. think he's truly one of the greatest Jamaicans international that known. ever lived. Mm-hmm. Before viral was a viral thing. He was viral, yeah. you know. He spread the I message of black consciousness. The first owner of a newspaper, a spread black empowerment, and even Americans overseas respect him as a leader yep. in the black consciousness movement. He is one of the greatest. So, and he had to be a Leo. <laughs> he had to be. <laughs> he had to be a Leo. <laughs> so much, that that's so like brookish a brookish birthday who has who had birthday plans that's not going to get to uh, yeah. be excited about everybody's Excuse birthday except mine oh my god we're gonna do something, we're gonna do something. Yeah. yeah please don't <laughs> madonna is in the country anybody care, she put this in care? Okay. i saw she a video like she'll enjoy herself I'm like, Ma- Madonna is 62. She is the right age for Corona. What is she doing at travel? Why is she at travel? If I dirt, I dirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, smite as well. You smoke some weed and dead. Well, it's fine. Is it you, what's your father who them say her son, but it's actually her boyfriend? He's her boyfriend. Oh, whoops. Yeah. People thought he was her son, is her man? Yeah. He's quite young. I mean, the <laughs> oldest person, Madonna, did what me know of a champagne. And that was like, in the 80s. She not need Nobody older than her or same age as her. Cougar loving. I'll do that too. You know, be a cougar? Yeah. yeah your sister, she don't love them. <laughs> the leopard prince? Yeah, and all them things. Like, he's been signaling. He's been saying, oh, that's that the part of my depth already. Cougar instinct. We're going to Jeremy. I know you're, you're far traveled and you know, you, you mix with industry and music people. Have, have you ever come across a Madonna in your musical? No, I have people that who have worked with who have Madonna stories. They mm-hmm. work in New York and they have stories about working with um, and encountering early Madonna mm-hmm. when, in her club days. Because, you know, she came out to the club scene in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, DJs producing her, Jellybean Benitez, if you look him up. And mm-hmm. he was a very famous New York club DJ and a remixer. <laughs> and he was one of the first guys to put out Madonna records. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the guys in the industry who I met, the New York people grew up in the New York scene and they DJed in the same clubs where Jellybean was mm. and she'd be like hanging out in the club in the mm-hmm. DJ booth. You know what I mean? Like yeah. before she was mega famous. Yeah. So I've heard some of those kind of before they were famous stories about Madonna. Yeah. She did wild them time eh? Yeah, the whole New York club scene was wild them time. It yeah. was like punk mixing with hip hop and uptown, downtown mm-hmm. and it was like all that that mash of culture, yeah. you know what I mean? That that brought that whole dance music scene and the mod kids and the, the punk kids and the the black and the white and the Latinos mixed up. You know, if you research like a history of New York and like hip hop club culture, mm-hmm. and you select all of those names kind of splashing about 
okay. at that time those producers and those artists out of that scene mm-hmm. so yeah ah. she's come she's come a long way wow. super long way wow did she reach a jamaica yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? At, the, at this point, why not, right? As Jamie said, if I dirt, I dirt. I dirt, yeah. I dirt. You know what I mean? Um, all right, let's just get into some topics now, man. Care or don't care, let's go. Dun, dun, dun. We've been seeing the the numerous dubs going around with the politicians. Um, it seems like this is the form of campaigning nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just want to get into general thoughts. Ari, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts because, you know. I've been MIA. This is true, and people are more here what you think. Well, for those who don't know, my one, one source of. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, um. One of my many interests is politics. So. <laughs> This is about us, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Ari, do not touch me. It's my phone touching my phone. I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> We're the massacre. Yes, yeah, so my, one of my things, for interest is politics. So to, to see, well, many people have alluded to it, that they enjoy it because our politics used to be such a bloody violent time. Mm. So now we're able to keep it on social media and it can be, um, I guess, playful back and forth and you know a, a non-violent um campaigning is 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 always good mm-hmm. i don't personally have a problem with the politicians using the dub it's we're in a social media age we're in a digital age we're in covid age so you know things people we don't usually have rallies them time yeah people would have mass get on them would have played them dubs they're probably we wouldn't even know it as much i hear it like the general the regular public but mm. they're, they're forced to be on social media so it's one of the things to drum up support drum up engagement drum up awareness so i i don't have a problem if i was an artist i would be charging four times what i usually charge for <laughs> of course if if me want if you if andrew want one yes you get abc peter want one you get one two three like that's how i'm doing it when i don't care if you have a problem more on the money you never like we back then but as much as i can use up the space now and earn from uno and mm-hmm. say hmm we are the 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 ill of society and we are cause the problem but no you need we know though now's my chance some conversation surrounding it especially the likes of bounty killer step forward Mm -hmm. and say like you know them politicians are hypocrite Mm -hmm. and them no one them when a time to support dance all them no support it. Mm-hmm. Right, hey, 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 but hey, the hey. more I use people. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, more hear your thoughts on these things. You've, it's been being you've done been around the block for a while. Yeah, but even regardless of, of, of me, this is not anything new. Mm-hmm. It's only because of the enhanced Digital use state, of, of yeah. yeah, of social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You remember the last election there was a big excitement about um, Labour Party what? finally using Twitter and all oh. of these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody was like, Oh wow, you're going a new direction and blah blah blah. At the end of the day, politics election is won on the day. Who got to the ballot box? Not mm-hmm. who has the most likes, who has the better dubs, mm-hmm. who have the whatever. They win election on election day, who get the people to the polling stations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's never going to change. But as, as I rightfully said, like, yeah, they're charging my arm and a leg, I'm sure. And I've heard <laughs> artists do one dub for one person and do another dub for the same, for the opposing. You understand yeah. me? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're definitely declaring that, yeah, we don't really have no allegiance to anything. Mm-hmm. 
It's just work. Mm-hmm. It's just entertainment. And the smarter artists are actually doing their songs in a true dub style, like their actual song. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they're promoting their song at the yes. same time. Like mm-hmm. I, I made a dub for you. No, my tune, I'll put your name in it. I'm still pushing my tune. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. As far as the comments about government not being there to help you and etc. I mean, in that context, you have to help them help you at the same time. Mm. I can understand how the, the, the people would be like, the government hasn't helped us do anything. Or what is it that you want to help them to you? State your terms. And what is it that you sin? want them to do? Mm-hmm. You understand? We have an issue about not being organized in our industry anyway. So if you're the government and you're balling about sound system and late night dancing, that's a form an association. Mm-hmm. Them form about three of them. And them start arguing about which one is the more valid one than which one. And then they finally had one put, you know what I'm saying? And they're just not really very organized about other things. So you're going to have to give a little to get. These mm-hmm. artists, them don't pay no tax. Not no register nowhere. You felt what I'm saying? But yet, go Jeremy must give that peace shit, to you. Shit, no, like, so, I'm just getting started. No, let's talk about it for real. You gotta, you gotta go there. I remember when they did all them, like, them publicize them. Like, I think Beanie Man and I think Elephant Man. Yeah, like they never pay them tax. Not even, you yeah. know what? Me shut up, my mouth. Uh, <laughs> a long awesome, time man. ago, like in the early two thousand, remember I read the star and I said this artist never pay them tax. I mean, I said what? Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember many, many, many years ago as a young producer I wanted to bring in equipment and there was a provision from Jampro that you could bring in stuff duty free. Mm-hmm. Right? And there was a list of certain amount of things you're allowed per year. One mixing board, one this, one that, one that. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring in the gear and I went to Jampro and I said, sure. Do you have a registered business? I said, yes, I have a business. It was two hard records at the time. Mm-hmm. I said, yes, bring a TCC license and we can do it. No problem. So I went. Got the accountant, applied for the TCC, which is a tax compliance certificate mm-hmm. for those who don't know. Just to show that you're compliant, you've paid whatever little bit of tax. Or if you never earn the money, you said, well, I didn't really earn nothing. Mm. And you, you know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. file accordingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get the letter and it's valid for six months. I took it. I went. I got in like $20,000 worth of equipment free. Nothing. Not a scratch of duty. Mm. I went to my peers at the time who were older than me that had studios and labels. <laughs> And they're there cussing the same thing. Oh, government, no, this and not that. I was like, yeah, you can bring anything due to freedom. So I said, yeah, I just did it. How? Well, you, you go read. to Jump Pro, you blah, 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 blah. Hold on. <laughs> you get your TCC. Oh, everybody start growing. <laughs> <laughs> and I need a TCC. Man. And I'm just like, wow. And I'm talking, these were established producers with wow. big studios, with camps, with record labels. Not just some yeah. little youths that tried to do something. Mm-hmm. All the guys to me. And I realized, like, hold on a second. So you really expect that the government, whichever government is in power, you don't want to pay the little thing to get your TCC. I don't understand. Mm. Mm. So either if you want to work within the system of it, then you have to work with the system. If you want to be on the fringe, live on the fringe. Mm-hmm. Don't pay the tax. Don't put nothing in your name. Go on bandula your little thing. Bring in a thing here or there, whatever you want. But don't complain about right. mm. what not the government's right. not doing for me or doing for me. You can't have it both ways. So. True. You know what I mean? So in, in we spoke into to people like yourselves and very people various people throughout like dancehall and they've said it like we not organized, we know we know as put together as we should be. Mm-hmm. And we ask why Soka get for do this and you know why dancehall not get the same type of treatment and we say yeah, because Soka more disciplined and more organized. There's not these sort of stigmas attached to a Soka that um that is attached to a dancer. Mm-hmm. So the cries of, of, of dancer 
you know, figure heads throughout the years is, is it can be looked at and say, I wanna cause it. <laughs> uh, Jeremy has said people all an animal talk about tax and a grown <laughs> Like what? <laughs> Can you imagine them in a them in a them in a business was like 50, 20 years and they must have made millions of dollars and right? they never paid tax. No. I mean That's don't get hard. don't get it twisted, you know. They, there is some hypocrisy involved with the dubs. Mm-hmm. Because you'll have some politicians out there themselves sort of things about dancehall that mm-hmm. isn't necessarily true. Mm-hmm. You see me? And then you see them running towards these dancehall artists now for dubs, which Listen, because it's the in thing, Let's right? not mistake, mm. you know, at them team, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah. it's them putting it out. They're putting. Oh, yeah. they're, they're gonna get a shift though. As it's as it gets younger, mm. you're going to see the, the shift, yeah. the generational shift. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. As the younger politicians mm. are in it, the people are in their forties mm-hmm. would have grown up with the dancehall music mm-hmm. now as part of their culture. Yeah. Their attitude is going to be different. In the years of past, you're dealing with people, you know, my dad's age and stuff, mm-hmm. who would have been like, oh, dancehall, this dirty music and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. So it's going to change as you get younger. People are going to be like, yo, it's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. I remember, I remember dancehall. I remember going to school and Beanie was my favorite artist. You're going to get mm. that person yeah. who, who becomes a politician. Eh? All mm. of a sudden, yeah, it's not, they're not going to demonize it anymore. No. Like this dirty dancehall, we're not going to do anything for it. You know what I'm saying? Well, so you have to ma- give it. Can you imagine me, me and one artist? You know, say me, I'm going to play a vibe cartel. Like one politician. <laughs> me, I'm going to play a vibe cartel. Me must want to get one vibe cartel. I don't care. Say, if you, if anybody I play the cartel though, but them are win the clash. Nobody now got this. As 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 you pointed out, Ari, that mm-hmm. politics usually be a deadly thing. So I do have a problem. Mm-hmm. This is say, oh, is campaign, mm-hmm. campaign them, them are campaign with dubs and all. I do have a problem. With it mm-hmm. it kind of get lame out now. Everybody seem to have a dub, but still, me up on the side of the artist. Bleed them dry. Mm-hmm. Bleed them dry, <laughs> them money. Yeah. But Play Jabi, both sides. Say, Jabi say, because I think I shouldn't say she do two, uh, um, two dub for Yeah, two, she do for two Lisa side. and she Yeah, do I was for, like, pick for, a for side, us. like, which one? But at the same time, it's business and mm, the money they want make. Why not? I, why not? And it's promotion, as, as Jeremy said. Yeah, 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 and they the seem culture. like they're trying to get in touch with, like, the younger audience, too, with the dubs, because... Mm-hmm. Young people are really in our politics that like, they really don't care. Mm-hmm. But when them see the dubs know it's like they might get interested and they might say, Wow, which side we have the better dub and mm-hmm. so But like, like I hope people aren't mistaking the dubs for policies. Right. And I think that's but why I think that's though. why I'm saying like I'm interested in politics. So I I can I like I know I kinda have an idea of mm-hmm. what I'm voting for what it is that I want, mm-hmm. what is it I'm expecting, you know, and 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 just have a just kind of know because as i said i i'm very much interested in politics so mm-hmm. it, it's people who don't know and they just like the whole hype and the yeah. show and blah like them are gonna be like oh, no, no, no. like me i say if you're really a pre be fooled if you're really <laughs> a pre you'd see policies like if you go on each party page you see them put up well if you go on jlp pages because they're in power now you see what they have done mm-hmm. and there's a debate coming up i think the 25th so there's there's that's where policies are going to be debated. So mm-hmm. just I and don't, you can just do your research yeah, too and see what it is. So if don't don't mistake po- the dubs for policy. It's just a part. It's like a it's just icing. I don't know. It's in, potato. In it's it's like uh, is macaroni and <laughs> cheese and the policies is campaigns so. as they would want yeah. to. So they're using these tactics. It's a popular stance for young people to yeah. say bond politics and bond politician. We don't yeah. believe it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's the easiest thing just to get up and do, as Iris said, without actually trying to investigate 
people's policies and to see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I, but I keep telling you, I said, just watch the age group because you're going to turn around all of a sudden and realize the guy running for the seat, you went to school with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And you're going to mm-hmm. be like, hold on, I know that guy. I know this. I, what's going on? And you're mm-hmm. be like, wait, this is now my voice mm-hmm. of my generation. And all of these years, I have not really been paying attention. Right. I've just been siding with artists and talking about one politician and rain them two <laughs> teeth and this kind of rhetoric you keep going on with. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. You're in that area. You have U.S. politics this year, too, mm-hmm. as well. That That's, to me, actually, I find that a lot more interesting <laughs> than, than all politics. You know what I'm saying? I know everything about To see what's party. going on. So you, you see whatever you have. In a very interesting year, you have a lot of things happening. Yeah. And then this kind of happening simultaneously, too. You know what I mean? You, you, you kind of, you got to keep your eye on it. You yeah. can't just... Mm-hmm. Be like, you're born that, we're not business with that, right? You know what I mean? It's, yep. You know, it's very unfortunate to have that view. There's a place for these dubs in it. It's him about, as I point out, like, don't make that be the sole reason why you, you, you vote for, mm-hmm. for somebody. It's him, oh, him have the best dub. I'm, oh, there's, there's, I hope that there's no <laughs> dub. They vote for less, though. They vote for that, Curry that is true, you know. That is and true. KFC. <laughs> I respect I respect right. the, 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 the politicians them like when them put out the dub them release a video showing the work so them actually Yeah, yeah. Then like they put it too. out empty. Is it Mrs. Somebody put out a dub at Tarbour Road and them show videos of unfinished roads. <laughs> running up unfinished road roads. Road running for fix. Road running for fix. <laughs> so I'm like, ah oh, Jesus. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, in fact, Mr. Nigel Clark put out a video, I'm like, he must show, he must actually do some little things and I, I would appreciate them even more of them could I find out if he would drop in like some bits and pieces at the manifesto and like shit what them actually are gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. just to be a part of this popularity contest so it's in like a go on you know like as you I like, said there's a place for it but would I just like to see some little bit more of that you mm. like the dark green clocks and the orange clocks clocks on foot and I'm not a clocks person so <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that does nothing for me <laughs> if he was nothing. if he was a he was a uh, what Vanzar yeah, yeah Vanzar blood clock that green Vanzar <laughs> <laughs> the orange just they have a buzz uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> buzz <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, people don't don't be easily won over by these things. Yeah, it's all right to be a part of the excitement and them things, but at the end of the day, policies, manifesto, how mm-hmm. to achieve the things I'm going to say and achieve mm-hmm. and all these things. I think we can tie this in with even the whole billboard reaction last week. I will never ever get to talk about that. Because mm-hmm. internationally, just like what them said, politics, disrespect, dance, all. Into some international stakeholders, I'm saying, um, disrespect dancers such as Billboard, the Versus cover, oh, or they yeah. include Bounty and Beanie and all these things. I've mm. been hearing some interesting thoughts, conversations surrounding it. Only for people, I say, yo, them disrespect, while people I say, yo, them just invite you for them thing. What will feel disrespected for? Okay. It's, it's, let me tell you something, and I'm telling you from, from years of being working in that kind of industry at that level. Mm. At the end of the day, the, the latter answer is the correct answer. You're mm. an invited guest to Ooh. sit at a table. Oh my. That's it, to the industry. We have this impression <laughs> that we rate and love black music, hip-hop, hip-hop culture so uh. much, and then rate us back in the same kind of way. Mm-hmm. It is not true. Before I had that experience with Sean, Robert Livingston, who used to manage Shaggy, told me the very same thing. He said, Jeremy watch these hip-hop people don't mean us no good mm. i tell you from experience and i was like robert come on man what are you talking about 
And as I started doing work with Sean, and we encountered it over and over and over again at every stage of the way. Mm-hmm. Work with the artist, it seems like it's cool. You guys will hear a remix, oh, it's wicked, so and so and so and so. You don't know behind the scenes the amount of money that person charged to do that one thing, as opposed to when our artists do on their records and mm-hmm. how little that we get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't know wars we've had, uh, baby boy with Beyonce. And she says, mm-hmm. I'm stepping it hotter this year. And the Sony lawyers saying, oh, that's going to come out of your share because that's a reggae lyric from Aine Kamozi. Saying we'll come out of Sean's share? That's what they're trying to do. And we mm. are saying, we didn't put that in the record. What are you talking about? Okay. She puts in the record. Nope, must have been your guy. Sorry, because it's a Jamaican <laughs> thing. And we had to send back Pro Tools files, which are time-stamped, mm. to show when we received the files that her voice was already on it, singing that part. Therefore, Sean did not influence her mm. to use it in the record. Therefore, she must go share that with Aine Kamozi. It ain't coming out of our share. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. We have, have countless instances and stories. I wonder if that, that, that was part of the reason with the whole video shooting. No, the, that was a whole lot of politics of just her people. Them didn't want her. She must be the star. Nobody else can be the star. Mm. That's what it's about. Everybody wants to talk about like there was something else going on with between Jay-Z them. No, it's rubbish. Yeah. It's just about them being the star. But it's constant treatment like that over, over music videos, songs, wow. splits, monies, mm. chart positions, um, all, all kind of things. All kind of, you understand me? Mm-hmm. Working with Neptunes and Justin Timberlake studio and you know that they, they basically rush us outside yeah i mean okay that story is kind of i can't tell that story this is the fix right yeah. fix so why story, not right? i know right. something just like about something just remember i tell you no this is a funny story right, though tell, tell, tell the story, story. so we're, we're it's on the weekend we went to go and work um with the neptunes down in virginia beach right yeah. there's two studios it's like a big parking lot with two studios this is farrell and the two farrell yeah, yeah. And Chad, right? Mm. So on that same weekend, Justin Timberlake was there doing his first album, his first solo project. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. The first time when we got there. So Studio A, Studio B, we said, okay, they wanted us to do um, Be The Man and later saw um, Boss Man. Every yes, time I see you come around, Boss Man. So that was the first record. So we said, all right, let's cut that record. So we did that on our own on, on day one. They were working with Justin Timberlake in the other studio. So... We're there for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the whole weekend, and we're trying to get a track for Sean's album, actually. We're just hanging out there every day, chatting to the engineer. Um, you know, Sean made friends with like somebody's driver or somebody who was supplying him weed the whole time, because as usual, it's of Virginia course. Beach, I don't know where to <laughs> go. <laughs> of course, so no he judgment made here. Happen, right. <laughs> but it was cool, it was a chill vibe. My friend is like the super coolest dude like ever, mm-hmm. trust me. The man, he would just come in and have a vibe with you. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. airs about himself at all he's mm-hmm. easy oh take my number or like whatever like he's very cool mm-hmm. finally we said on the last day when we were trying to get our track and they were working so much with justin and sean says jeremy yo let's just go in the studio and sort the deal i was like bro they've been in that studio the whole day the whole weekend and we're not really supposed to say no i'm not going there i'm not going there let's mm-hmm. just go we said, all right cool so let's go push the door walking so it's a bam walking there boom let's start the music yo what's up man and sean said yeah man what going on you know, just here and whatever. And Farrell is like, oh, man, Justin, you we got your boy Sean Paul here. So Justin's in the booth, like through the glass, you know what I mm. mean? So he's put on the headphones and he comes out. Mm. So he comes over to us and he's like, hey, man, nice to meet you, man. How are you guys doing? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, so you're here to do some work with, with, with Pharrell then, man? Sean's like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, man, he's going to hook you up with something. Definitely super good, Ray, and we're there chatting. Yeah, cool. He's like, you know what? 
my driver, man, my driver, yo, he from, he from um, Barbados. He love your music, man. He loves your music. Mm. So I was like, for him, say, yeah, yo, you got to meet him. Come outside. Boom, come outside, open the door. So driver's sleeping in the limo. <laughs> so Justin knock up the glass and the guy, hey, wake up. And he's like, yo, man, I got your man here, man. Sean Paul from Jamaica. The guy's like, what? He's like, yo, Sean Paul, the reggae artist. <laughs> and so the guy's just like, oh, yeah, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. And Sean's like, yeah, man, I don't know. Bless up. And just like, yeah, man. So, yo, you all just kick it. I'm going to go back inside yeah, and finish this record. And, yo, the man just kicked us out of the oh. session. You're a psych so thing. So neatly. <laughs> oh, so you guys just kick it. The, the sweetest uh, thing about it, though, however, blood was late. <laughs> no, but there's the sweetest part. Later on in the year, yeah. I have a MTV award at home, and Sean has one too, for best new artist. Mm. Sean won best new artist MTV Europe and yeah. beat Justin Timberlake in the same category. Wow. Style, style, pandem, Jim. Wow, and, style, and it was the greatest thing ever. And I didn't get to go to the Sean says. <laughs> he ran up to him on the stage and hugged him up. Yo, I knew you could do it, man. I knew you could do it. <laughs> like this. And Shana's like, look for this poor soul. This, this better literally ran us out of his studio session. You understand yeah, me? Yeah. Whatever months ago, literally yeah. I was like, yo, my drag, guys come outside. Lock door later. Yeah. Like, come on, they don't rate us mm-hmm. ever mm. for those things. When it is cool and convenient, mm. they will include us in what they're doing. You mm-hmm. thought I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rihanna thing is funny. We we met Rihanna a long, long, super long time ago when she wasn't a big star night on. Mm-hmm. Came up to my little studio in Jackson and we did a record with her and all of that. She's Caribbean, obviously, so she's not really... You can't put her in the argument because she's going to be torn. She yeah. has her yeah, heritage, yeah, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, she's a big, pop. massive pop yeah. star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rihanna's selling makeup. She's not even doing music and anymore. What's wrong with she you guys? She the fans about this, this album. Of oh, so yeah. she doesn't even really care. So she kind of is different than the argument, but... They, they literally don't really have that much. You see, here's the issue, you know. If you have a dancehall record playing on the radio at Hot 97, for example, it's taking up the space of a, somebody else's record, mm. of a hip-hop record. Mm. So any place you are, any category that you're in, you're taking up a nomination for one of their people. Mm. You're taking up a radio slot. When we had BT was a big thing, you were taking up a video slot. Mm. So they don't really, you get what I'm saying? Mm. You have Billboard, you have the guys balling that they weren't on the cover the other r&b guys mm-hmm. yeah because yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of people were cussing hold on i imagine you would have really got put two jamaicans on there and Before still them. omit mm-hmm. them yeah. they would have called swiss and black yo nigga what the fuck we were here we said we this is mm-hmm. our thing we put these jamaican guys <laughs> so they don't it's not a thing like they're fighting against us or we're not a part of their culture mm-hmm. guy you're invited guests mm-hmm. at all times so i have seen it for Wait. years so i am not shocked yeah. Now, what is shocking is that we're still looking for acceptance from them. Mm. We're still looking for them to validate us, to say, yes, mm. we rate you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, we did the video, the dance moves, the ju- and with, with um, Justin Bieber, and them never big up the girl from Jamaica that did it. And, mm-hmm. the, you know, Ed Sheeran never said big up to dance hall. Like, we're always looking for somebody to say, Respect to Jamaica for the mm. respect to Jamaica. If it wasn't for Jamaica, it wasn't for Jamaica. Yeah, that, I would say that. I would ask that. What do you say to the people that say, "Yo, the clash thing started from us in the first place"? So, you know, the, yeah, the, but the, we the made should it. include us because we start this whole no, thing that started all old verses. You don't thing need to should place. include nobody into nothing. It didn't start off like that. It started off as them celebrating themselves. Mm. It started off as Swiss and Timbaland. Mm-hmm. With yeah. all due respect to them, are legends in the game mm-hmm. of being no longer relevant in their industry. Mm. Mm. 
Wow. Let's get this straight, right? <laughs> wow. So Swiss, I'm just saying it. Mm. Alicia Keys is more famous on Swiss Beats mm-hmm. in terms of regular people. Mm-hmm. She was hosting award shows last year and did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. You know, when, yeah. or whatever, when Kobe part, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Timbaland's been on IG, billing beats, as an internet producer. They haven't made any hit records for no artists in no period of time. It started with the two of them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just saying like, yo, what's up? Timbo, um, you know, well, we, you know, you know, we Ray and they clash themselves basically yeah. for fun. Yeah. Mm. And then it's And it spread into something. It is mm. a vehicle for themselves mm. to become relevant to the culture. Mm. During the times of Corona, we did this. We put the culture together. Mm. We brought unity. We got you know what I mean? So the question Millions is, of people, is them. Do you you think that they knew that Boini and Bounty were gonna be omitted from the Billboard? Of course cover? they know, because they're, they're, gonna, they're gonna get the cover to approve it. Yeah. What do you mean? They, they, you're saying that every cover that uh, if it's done yeah. on a on you have to artist. sign off on it first of all okay. for your image rights. Mm-hmm. So you gotta sign a piece of paper that says I'm allowing you to use my image, image. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah to put on a publication for the digital press or whatever. So they saw the complete mock-up and knew that. Of course. Yeah, they, they, yeah, no, but, then they post. But, yeah, then they post that first, but then and then there's they the backlash the, that they got. That yes, and I really think good. that even spawned their response. I don't think that they thought that the backlash would have been that loud. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And they said, like, "Oh shit, man!" Remember, oh. if you read the article, do you know they get full credit in the article? Yeah. 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 Because it's their thing, but I think so, just the overall, the rejuvenation, how they rebranded it versus um, going forward. No, after I mean, Binion Bounty. Bounty got full credit in the article. Yeah, you read yeah, it. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 I saw that. So, the, so yeah. to them, they'll be like, what are you talking about? Because you guys the, are the in writer, the piece. Because the writer, actually, she was, she was shocking her because the writer mm-hmm. of it, I can't, I, I forget her name. She, yeah, because yeah. she's like, ah, ah, ah. It's <laughs> not me. Hey, don't choose don't the cover. Me. Don't do that. But people, and, people probably upset because they think that that was one of the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because everybody said not just we know like everybody. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Said no people say that was, was responsible for changing the whole. The format of it going forward. Right? Yeah. Mm. Going like forward. since then, everybody has been one room. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I feel like. They, they, as you rightly said, as you said, like they thought they, they knew they were gonna get a backlash. They never gonna know. get it from Jamaica and those people. Are, or I guess we are so small and in numbers, like they so, never oh. really get that. Because and then yeah, what happens? And then so bad, but you know, I really think that you know these guys should be at the front, even though I them <laughs> seat in our first place and approve it. Right. Like, and, and then, and then remember, Timberland was said like, let's not forget though, without the efforts of these people, yeah. mm. we wouldn't have been here. So Timberland was trying to say, well, yeah, but mm. but let's not discount the fact that. It, it got built to this place mm. by others yeah. mm-hmm. for being about to even come here to do mm. something. So I'm still trying to, to back it up. And then it just continues. They get Snoop and DMX and then people go crazy. And it just, we need to stop looking for validation for, 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 from the North American hip-hop industry is what I'm trying true, to tell you. True. Stop looking to that. Stop wasting your time trying like to be cool with rappers. Cousin and, and, you know, you know? Like, you, the, the older cousin that... But even though we born first... <laughs> But the foreign cousin will have everything and the niceness. And yeah, I said, oh my God, I want to be like that cousin. And yeah, I said, Doug, just accept me now. But like, I'm cool. But no, but you know, yeah, but you know what I'm talking Let's roll. I'm cool. Let me tell the big difference though. The difference is that it's the culture mm-hmm. which you have to try and understand. All the reggae records which have made like crossed over, mm-hmm. right? From Sean, Shaggy Dem, Sarani, Egyptian, um, just name them, all of them. Mm-hmm. They have all worked in the exact same markets. 
right? East Coast, Connecticut, New York, Boston, mm -hmm. um, Florida, Tampa, Jacksonville, Ray, all the same exact places. Which is like the records Jamaican, are both like diaspora places yeah. where mm -hmm. West Indians are. Yeah. They skip out the South. They don't work in North and South Carolina and mm. Memphis. They yeah, don't work in Chicago. They try no crazy black people there, but not 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 West Indians. Yeah, right. You thought I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Not Chicago, not Detroit, not Philly, a little bit Atlanta maybe. Yeah. Not over Texas side and those places. It doesn't work anywhere else because it's a cultural decision mm -hmm. that you're based on where the records react. Mm. Now, the hip hop that you listen to today. This Travis Scott and Ray and Amigos and all this, that shit's all Chicago and Carolina and all those mm. places. They have mm -hmm. zero connection to West Indian culture. Mm -hmm. There's no patty shop on the corner. They don't have bridging that come from Jamaica or Barbados. Mm -hmm. They don't know nothing about no Jamaican culture at all whatsoever. Mm -hmm. They're totally removed. Yeah. The New Yorkers know. Because you have freaking Jamaica Queens. Queens. You have yeah. patty cell everywhere. Mm -hmm. Toronto black culture in toronto is jamaica, jamaica. there is no other black culture mm -hmm. it's all west indian there's no toronto black culture mm -hmm. so even drake we have no west indian connection you have to find some quick and mm -hmm. say so more tune for your head top and rare and all this <laughs> validation, appropriation you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. link up with popcorn and this man and that man today i'm cool guys i'm urban because mm -hmm. i'm it's yeah. all a part of it mm -hmm. but the places that don't have it it doesn't exist mm -hmm. so if you're Timbaland and these guys where they come from like Virginia Beach bro there's no there's no Jamaican nothing over there bro mm -hmm. they don't you understand what I'm saying mm -hmm. so you can't just put a big brush stroke and be like well they're musical cousins mm -hmm. no only the, the New York ones are yeah you get what I'm saying those yeah. ones are in the Canada Boston or it creeps over and in Miami yeah. because we're so close and yeah. you know Khaled and them guys throughout the years always push the mm -hmm. culture and Papa Keith and Waggy T them and so there's that blend that happens Swiss there. to some extent. I think Swiss was the, the, per, the person who really pushed for it more than the Timberlanders. Right, exactly. Like I never really know for real. Right, exactly. You know, and Swiss has done his little parts and they're influenced by it. Especially if you're a New York base, you could mm. not have ignored it. Mm -hmm. Capleton, Tor and Ray and Busta Rhymes and, you know, all of that New York stuff and, you know, the, the mix up with the, with the culture. Mm -hmm. It's there, but other places it isn't there. So why are you really shocked? Trap rappers don't care about Jamaican music. There's no Jamaicans where they live. They don't know the culture. Mm. Mm. Literally, it's foreign to them. They have no clue. So it's, it doesn't connect. Culturally, it can't connect. So the fans, it won't connect. Mm. So the people, the people that write that billboard, who knows where those people are from? If they're not from a place where... They'll be like, what are you talking about? This doesn't... Why is this big? Who is Beanie anyway? What's the I last song? I remember that even the, the concept of the cover itself, that they're trying to put together sell. an image to, to sell. sell yeah. yeah, exactly. And to get exactly people to yeah, recognize. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. look at it and say, well, who is this guy? I don't know who this guy is. Mm. And it won't be there. Listen, I understand it's hurtful. We were so excited about it. The versus we did, as you said, it, 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 it set the foundation mm -hmm. for it. Everybody was super excited and it made people be like, wow, this is really what clashing is about. We get it. Mm -hmm. But you cannot sit down there and constantly keep looking for validation like it was supposed to launch us back somewhere. You get mm. what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, you Sabine and Bounty Mashup versus, you know, dance all ago. It's like a work again, dog, because mm. no, you know what I mean? Really. And it was in the time no, it seemed like yeah. a time no movement. Hashtag yeah. time no. And yeah, but not like, we don't feel away still. <laughs> we don't feel away. You know, like when you do group project and you do most of the work. Well, my name not on the front. People <laughs> <laughs> say, yeah, but I don't feel that way if I'm here and being here about this. Yeah, like, yeah. It's true that like it printed, everybody yeah. getting printed, yeah. and then I forgot to the teacher and said, 
everybody has said oh good i did that you know just put if it did even one little tiny something like oh see me there and a little dot there at the back like that's that's us that's so I feel true oh see my alliance symbol there. that's so true, <laughs> that's so true. but I, there, there seem to be all heap of finger pointing going around and it's mm. like why is this so and why we don't get the respect or what we deserve. I see my people say, oh, the old heads. And no, oh, no, I set it certain way. Like, what do you think about all of that? See, so certain artists that say, yo, Uno uh, are far before I we saw that. set it. That's so nonsense. That, that is utter nonsense. First of all, the artist in question had a record deal out with a New York record label mm. and did nothing. So that's on him. So mm. he need not be trying to point fingers at nobody else. <laughs> right? He had his opportunity to do it and to do it big. Secondly, there's lots of companies and things that have been set up out. There's lots of publishing companies for mm-hmm. dancehall music. Mm-hmm. There's lots of dancehall artists who don't give a shit about publishing and who know nothing and have never signed a pub deal. Mm. There are guys today who are big dancehall stars and have no publishing. There's producers who have no publishing. And you talk to them, what's your publishing information? Yo, you know, so I don't really have any publishing deal yet. But you've been making records for five years. We mean you don't have a pub deal. What are you talking mm. about? You understand what I'm saying? So all it's about foundation wasn't set. All of it is there. All of it is there for everybody to take part of. But because if you don't want to learn the business, a guy linked me the other day and said, boy, I'm a young producer. I want to talk about how to monetize what I'm doing. Mm. He's been making records for like two, three years. Mm. So you open a shop on the plaza and after two years, he's saying, how do I make money with my shop? It's like, brother, but you need to open the shop. You never think about how you're going to make money before you decide for pay the rent, <laughs> mm-hmm. put goods in there and try. What are you doing? How can you be a producer? And you ask me two years later, how do I monetize what I'm doing? Mm. It's the strangest thing to me. Wouldn't that be the first thing you try and figure out before you decide to take up mm-hmm. any venture? If you yeah. say, let's do a show called The Fix, how are you monetize it? You figure it out and you have your sponsors and you do whatever you guys do. Mm. Your YouTube plaque, you know, congrats for that, whatever. You do your Shout thing. Out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so all of it is that they don't understand or they don't take the time to figure out how the music industry works. Mm. You can't blame somebody from the 90s in 2020 for you not making money in the music industry are you out of your mind. What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> but okay, you, you understand what I'm saying? So that does nothing. There's People a had, contention that like... Mm with apple music spotify like the streaming the streaming sites they don't necessarily push our music or it's hard for jamaican people to even buy the music so you know it that we especially in jamaican i guess the diaspora i don't know the caribbean is left out of like access to the music so so one of the main reasons why that hasn't been possible for a long time i don't know what happened recently that apple music could finally make the switch is that the laws that we have on the books for mandatory collection of mechanical royalties mm. never existed so plain english that songwriters have to get paid mm-hmm. from Broadcasted music, when it's a broadcast music that's played on the radio air, mm-hmm. in our laws in Jamaica, it is not mandatory mm. that they must get paid. So if you're Apple Music and you're going to stream or sell downloads in a country where it's not mandatory for songwriters to get paid, you can't offer a service for them to be able to go on the platform and buy music. Mm. It's not reciprocal. You follow what I'm saying? Okay. Because your laws don't state that writers need to get paid for anything. So I can't give you a store for you to purchase music mm. in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Right, you have radio stations in Jamaica now fighting with the same jams and those societies mm-hmm. about paying fees mm-hmm. for the use of 
broadcast music mm-hmm. because they argue that we're not really playing foreign music. We're playing local music, so we don't know why we must pay this rate. And Jams is saying, no, no, that's not how it works, though. Mm. You pay a license fee for the use of music, and it's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. So when all music plays abroad, Ascap and BMI collect, mm-hmm. and it comes back to the Jacobs and to Jams for all writers to get paid. Yeah. In the same way for you play music out here. So that is why it's a, it's a blanket license, yeah. is what it's called. Okay. And you have many leading media houses here that refuse to pay it. Mm. So when you have that going on, and then you want Apple Music to sell downloads here and, and, and Spotify. They're like, whoa, you guys haven't even worked out amongst yourselves what laws it's, you it's have. Systemic. <laughs> right. so it's systemic. Right. It's systemic. So, so what can't really do it? So that's been like a super major issue. Mm-hmm. The next issue is, okay, so Apple Music is here now, right? And mm-hmm. you have title. You guys paying? People are paying for it because people love YouTube because it's free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Five people are gangbang one Netflix account. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why I use that term. You know what I'm saying? You know, give me a pause. Jeremy, but okay. <laughs> but because that's essentially what it comes back down to. So, so I don't know why you think all of a sudden people are gonna be like, oh, wicked! I can get. Oh, wow! All right, I'm mm. gonna pay my subscription now, and yeah. them still are gonna say no. So the idea is that if Jamaicans could access it, then they will pay for their streaming service, yeah. and mm. then we'll all stream millions, and everybody will make money. It's not, like, no, it's not I remember when so. the FBI Jamaicans said, are not going to do it. Like piracy, I think that was an issue for us. I can't, I, I keep on forgetting. Like, I have the, the tidbits of information, but I don't have it fully. That's my bad. But no, about piracy, like, FBI said that Jamaica is like a nation full of pirates. Like, You're a nation full of scammers <laughs> at this point. So, what are you what are, what are really talking about? Because it's like, we don't pay, we don't really, you know, like, pay for and I've, and I've and i've said this on the show like we don't really value art like we don't see the 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 the, the necessity or the value in taking like paying for this this piece of art whether mm. it's music or movie would would i rather pay a hundred dollar to the dd the dv man and the, the the cd man and pay them the hundred dollars so you can get the cd where they must be going at the camera get up on a walk i, I can't do it i just <laughs> can't do it you know like they would rather do that than to pay the actual twelve hundred dollars to buy the actual ticket to go into the, the theater and experience you know it's, it's funny i think it will change it's gonna take a while to change because i remember when the cable revolution came mm-hmm. and then people are just like oh cable and this and then they pirate the cable and eventually just pay for the cable and then you reach a point where the whole Netflix thing came and people are like yo screw that dog I'm just gonna get a Cody box Android and mm-hmm. Ray Ray and, mm-hmm. and everybody's doing that for a while until he mm-hmm. just got frustrated yeah, and people are like yo <laughs> screw this it does mm-hmm. hardly ever work it's too much trouble you know mm-hmm. what freak it I'll just get the damn Netflix thing and done mm-hmm. so it, it eventually reaches a point where <laughs> I think it will it'll take a long time mm-hmm. It might be two, three, four, five years from now where eventually mm-hmm. Jamaica will just be like, yeah, dog, I just have my Spotify account. I just pay for it yeah. or my whatever because I can't bother with this YouTube and rip the song and keep it here. and re- It just mm-hmm. don't make a sense. And it's also a culture of consumption. Mm. Let stick on this point. is how things like the streaming services work. Mm. They are playlist-based services and they're organized as such. So they are made for like my workout playlist with a certain set of songs, my studying playlist, my mm. driving to work playlist, my I'm feeling sad playlist. Mm. I just broke up with my girlfriend playlist mm. and it's organized very much in that manner. Mm-hmm. 
and it pushes you to make playlists in the same way. Mm -hmm. So if Ari listens to two things, then they, hey, Ari, you're going to like this. And it yeah. suggests things to you. Mm -hmm. It uses the like algorithms, yeah. right? Similar to YouTube, but there's a lot more precise. Nice. Like, I mean, they really get into like tempo, mood, mm -hmm. key signature, gender, like oh, all wow. these things. It's so, yeah, man, the more yeah. females you listen to, it'll okay, suggest so more females to you, not mm. just, you know what I'm saying? And it's the culture of consumption and the music that makes it different. Now, when I first used to show people Spotify, I, when I, I was teaching up at UA a few years ago in a music um, management class, and showing them, and you know, laptop and I connect, and I'm like a VPN, and I put it on the projector, and I'm showing them Spotify, and they're looking at it strange, like, wh why would people listen to music like this, like the workout playlist? Like, it just seemed odd to them, mm. Mm. because they listen to music like they go to YouTube, type something, mm. hear a song, and they, you might see the next suggestion, mm -hmm. or in their brain, like, yeah, man, these are my artists, and I just search for them and listen to them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, this is not artist-based, actually. This is actually mood-based, if you look at it. Mm. It's just the way that they consume music. And because we're not used to seeing it that way, mm. Mm -hmm. so a playlist to us might still feel like, you know, the top 10 songs of the week. And it's like, mm. no, that's not really quite what it means. It's not really the top 10 songs. Mm -hmm. It's like a specific mood of songs or a specific, you know, tempo or attitude or, or something. Mm -hmm. Outside of Jamaica, they have gotten to this idea of it so they embrace playlists mm -hmm. and that's how they listen to music right. we don't still get the playlist idea so even when you show kids spotify they're like yo but me don't see the latest ding dong song it's like well if you search for ding oh my search and then one ding dong song come when they're like yeah but so how come i don't see the massacre song and it's like dude it doesn't really work that way. Mm. that way maybe yeah. you need to look for dancehall playlists right. yeah. oh and then you're going to see a bunch of songs mm -hmm. gunman song R right or <laughs> no but you laugh but that could be like a real thing it could uh, be like Jerome. a real that's yeah. how you'd make it like you know my gunman lyrics playlist like, in Jeremy, like even before the the, the the advent of plays i used to make my little playlist based off a mood like my, 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 my rich playlist like yeah, workout playlist yeah. like mm. my little playlist Mm -hmm. So yeah. just for the visit, like nobody, like the, the rest of people, don't really catch up to the curve in terms of like even basic understanding of all them streaming platform at work. Yeah, because mm -hmm. it would be me manually putting like you know when we are run like yeah, yeah like the manual like, put together like my iTunes and yeah, yeah, you make a playlist. Going, yeah, yeah. So it's gonna take a while for that to happen. I mean, if the whole world is using it that way and then we are refusing to, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just a, it's a culture shift is all I'm trying to set you. So mm -hmm. it's going to have a very, it's a different way for us to, to experience music. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even with the, in our own framework, we're experiencing music a lot differently now. Kids are experiencing music on YouTube. Dancehall music. They've never been to a stage show. They've never mm -hmm. been to Sting. Mm -hmm. They never got some fest. They never see an actual clash. It's all about clash. clash. You never been to a clash. Mm -hmm. You haven't been to a, a that's real why, dance. That's why the, the bounty um, being a thing was the greatest thing. Some people. It was so exciting to them. Yeah, they've never it's been so in an actual new. dance and the arts come and grab the mic and yeah. actually yeah. DJ. They've never seen that. So you have you have people that haven't grown up with that culture. I I got the tail end of that because um, I was still very very young when I said that. <laughs> I'm still very, very, I'm not that old, like I can tell you all about, but I was still really young, 16, 17 years old, yeah. going to the house of Leo and these places to kind of catch that era. Yeah. I guess my era was more the, the club era, mm. the Mirage mm. nightclub and the Cactus and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Mm. That was really when I came up with Sean and those guys, but even that's gone. Yeah. 
So this next generation has so come now. Dead. Right. And this yeah. is where they consume music. So when you're having a conversation with them about dance hall and dance hall culture, it means two different things. Because the one guy going mean, no oh, man, I remember like, you know, in the session and the dawn, the dead with the, the crater drinks by him foot and, you know, the girl I'm riding with the bike back and Ray Ray and this and that and the pan chicken man outside and Ray, that to me is dancehall culture. Mm. And next set of people are going to be like, no man, dancehall culture, that's when like, you remember like Cactus Days and Mirage and, you know, in the club and, you know, yeah. when, when cell phone, the just boss dog and we had, we had Twitter and Ray Ray, that's their culture. Mm. That's something about the dance, I don't, like Bob Marley? And another set, <laughs> no, and another, no, another set is gonna be like, no, man, what are you talking about, dog? You remember when so and so YouTube channel did start? Mm. <laughs> I would have first used to log in and rare yep. and this and that, and yo, and you know, and the comments, and I didn't meet this girl through the DM, man, right? That's dancehall culture to them. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other wow. thing. The religious mm. sit on and watch their dancehall shows, or them watch the fix, them watch politics, watch them watch this one, that one. They have like their list of shows. Yeah. I can't remember. You know, there's yeah. a few more. What's the other one? Let's be honest. There's a bunch of, you know, cool yeah. ones out there with some people. Yeah, man. There's people out there that have things, and that's their culture of the dancehall. So when you have these discussions about what is dancehall culture and old versus new and youths, mm. them versus it's it's at least by my count, it's three different perspectives, and there was one before the house of your time, which yeah. would have harkened back to like the slam rabbit era and. You know what I'm saying? Which are not a different set of culture yeah. of them talking about dancehall and Jamaican music. So it's it's three to four different Funny, because I was talking to my mommy yesterday, like we were talking and she's saying, boy, you don't know them things because she talk, not, um, she said she loves stage show. That was, that her, that's her introduction to dancehall and that's why it passed on to me but that was her thing. Like she'd go, um, like for watch yellow man and and shaba and all them people and like that was what she grew up into that's what she loved mm-hmm. she told me about um house Leo. that was another thing like when after work house Leon and tropics i think so when when them are regaled me into stories like them are talking about something far removed from versus what i know which is like the dance them and you know like that's not what they grew up in and it, it's as you rightly said there is something before that there's mm-hmm. something before that there's well, you know how much of a big that. deal it was for some little uptown boy some campion that grew up at jack's hill for going on a halfway tree <laughs> to house <laughs> leo at them time there you know how scared we were to go down there yeah. Yeah. you know what i'm what? saying and, and park up mommy suv on the side and you know you're going to the dance you only look a brown friend them and you hear well stone love go 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 and he said jesus christ dance all and some guy and some big body something comes some bike and he said jesus and some head top thing you're like oh my you never witnessed this in your life watch them look at nerdy you those are major and that's yeah. where all them used to got them start look at Delano with them look at remix them mm. used to come down upon Stone of and play him, him remix murder up Budja Banton and people say yo Rere did oh, Renaissance Uptown Sound it's a revolution yeah, yeah. at that time it was such a and thing to, my, to be able to get my there my mama talk about that and my mother said she never used to like that like so her my grandmother her mom used to say she never liked that so yeah. it's eat and my mother not really like you wouldn't like it my, my, my parents knows. never like it neither <laughs> what the hell are you doing mm. down yeah. them place yeah. with those people it takes a massive generational yeah. shift mm. but i feel like what we need to do i feel like what needs to happen is just we need to stop judge 
and try to see if we can have conversation. I think that is it. The issue is like always what's wrong now or what what this a person to do or what this a happen now. Like why we can't like meet in the middle and say, well, okay, yeah, we did some things wrong, but this is how you can correct it. Or yeah, all this is not really good about it now. Hit but songs. All you need to do is make hit songs. Yeah, yeah, stop, yeah. I got stop. Got Hits, I, I, I'm, I, 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 I'm tired of the empty conversation, as, as I'm sure Jeremy is. You know how much <laughs> thing Jeremy get invited to. I'm sure I'm tired of empty conversation. Just make I just la- the other night when I talked to Jeremy, I said, oh, we can actually fix things like yeah. in a tangible way because yeah. I'm tired of the unity word. Mm-hmm. The people feel like say, the more them say the word unity, it, things are just magically fix itself. Them just feel like say, well, the more I say unity, something like Beetlejuice or something. Oh. You see me? Like, the more I say this word, <laughs> something <laughs> must happen. Unity, you see me? Like, what, what we can actually do for fix things just start making hit records that's mm. what you need to do when you make a hit song the world opens up the head it's like oh everything happens every no matter, deal comes no matter if it's like the every deal age. comes every person from foreign links you every magazine what webcast what it wants to interview you mm-hmm. you understand me it all just flows from having a hit song that's it when you have no hit song then everything is stagnant mm-hmm. no hit song publishing means nothing you don't make a dime <laughs> no hit song the show offers dry up or what they offer you is not what you budgeted in your brain mm-hmm. to be able to buy that six years bimo mm-hmm. because no i'm supposed to be getting twenty thousand us a show because i'm huge mm-hmm. and i'm on instagram and i have five hundred thousand followers mm-hmm. you have no hit song <laughs> your five hundred thousand followers are not coming to the show that the promoter is putting on mm-hmm. to pay to see you what mm-hmm. are you talking about that's vanity metrics to boast in front of everybody all my mm. followers and my likes and you understand me all that nonsense you have no hit record no, that's not nonsense because it's a promotional tool and i get it mm. and i understand the impact it must have but you need to have hit songs you can't sit on there and blame somebody from the 90s and 2020 i'm not stopping you from making a hit song what am i doing mm-hmm. i have my studio i do my little music with my little old man friend and whatever i do you know what i mean i just say yeah, and i work for vp records i do voiceover jingles you guys probably hear my voice on commercials on TV and radio and don't raise me. I just did, I'm not stopping you mm. from being a star. Mm. You're upset now. You know what? These nineties guys, they, they never, never set, set the right. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> they a fight against me. Really? I have good music and it's not being played. If you had good music, then people would have gravitated to your good music. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? You're not making a hit record. What about the structural? changes and, and ways in which we can fix things because we'll, we'll talk about that even in regards to the the, the streaming how, how can things be fixed there we're talking about specifically what do you mean with the streaming with in the terms st- of like just artists getting their shit together with publishing and all them things i don't know what else to tell them bro every resource is out there on the planet for them to go and look at they can mm-hmm. go online and read everything i've talked to them till i'm blue in the face we talk at conferences we'll come on shows like this People call me, email me, we'll go on IG Live, we'll talk things. I do deals with artists for songs and with producers. Mm. I will, we'll put them out, release them with VP. And I'm saying, what's your publishing information? Well, I don't have any. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy just wrote it back. <laughs> like, He's like, what do you do? Okay. <laughs> Plain and straight. Yeah. But what do you do about yeah, it? We'll not, we don't have a conversation. So if you, don't, if you don't have any publishing information, you know what happens when that happens? The money goes to something called copyright control and it sits there and nobody mm. gets it. Mm. You get what I'm saying? For the most part, that's what happens. And then the next thing that will happen is somebody will come to license a song and say, oh, I need a song from a movie or from a this or whatever. Mm. And I'll be like, oh, well, this one, we don't really know what to publish. What? Next. D- disqualified. We can't deal mm. with it. There's no publishing on it. There's no information on the record. Yeah. Then we can't be bothered. Let's move on. Wow. So that also happens as well. 
There's a lot of things that happen, but they don't want to go out there and, and find information because to them, you know, it's a little bit of money. Big up my friend governor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, big up governor. But, but, but for real, that's the joke. Like, ah, oh, that don't mean nothing. Mm. You know when it means something? 10 years later, 15 years later, when everybody's balling, both of people yeah. robbed them and man robbed. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. like, bro, if you had published, them hundred songs you had in your career. Mm-hmm. You understand? You might be seeing a little food trickling in now here and there and yeah. doing certain things. You might have had more opportunities. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that they don't want to be able to go out and fix. Um, in terms every of every artist just register with TCC. Well, I have a TCC theory about that too. You know, your German theory which will be wildly unpopular. Yes. And your show is a great place. To <laughs> which is right. <laughs> this is my TCC theory. You want to get a visa to go and work? Mm. You must have a TCC. Mm-hmm. If I need a work visa to go make money, I must show that I'm paying taxes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Simple. If you do that, then the whole thing straighten up right away. Because now a guy going to say I'm an artist or I'm a producer or a musician, that means I'm going to go register with a JCAP or a ASCAP or a BMI. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, you understand? Mm-hmm. Pop my little bank account, put a little something in there, I'm going to register my little company, whatever, whatever, and pay my little bit of tax mm-hmm. or whatever. I got to have to get my stuff in order. Before to you. be able to go to embassy to mm-hmm. say I am a working musician. Mm. Mm-hmm. Here's proof of how I am working. Instead I am registered with these places. Showing them YouTube. Exactly. Exactly. So much and views, me get. There you go. And then that way, mm. and I'm gonna tell you this much. That way, they are more like to say, oh. We know who you are, mm. where to find you, mm. what your name is, mm-hmm. where you put, not necessarily all your money, but something, mm-hmm. what you're doing. So we will now grant you this visa. Yeah. We know who your yeah. associations are, who your criminal, f- enough of them don't get no visa, because of them, you know, criminal friends that make them don't get visa, you know. Mm. You thought what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying like that. As well, poor me, I never do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but then you want to, the whole of your friend, them that are, Bringing the gun, them and I get catch with cocaine and in the newspaper in the United. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. They are your known associates. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Because the embassy do them research. Of course, though. they know everything. But I'm saying to you, if you did that, which would be wildly unpopular, because then we we'll have fight against ghetto youths mm-hmm. and German wicked and trim <laughs> uptown and then these are the things that them say with the politicians blah, blah, blah. do. Like, do this and just free up. Yeah, try to stop the food and Ray and. This and that, but and to a that's what would happen. But a rational person, like what you're saying, isn't a, isn't extreme. It isn't some sort of socialist, like um, extreme ideology. It's like a really rational mix. I don't think so. I have, I have to have a tax ID number to, to to get collect money in the US. Yeah. So the IRS knows that I make you money. I have to file taxes. Yeah. I mm. can't get paid otherwise. Mm. I can't no work with a foreign record label. Oh, Jeremy, I have five grand for Where's your tax ID number? Oh, you don't have one, or we're going to take thirty percent out right away. Or some of them are just like, wow. you don't have one, we can't even pay you. Forget that. Go register a company and come back and check us. Yeah. You cannot do business without a registered company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, so these are regular things these, everywhere else. Are these things that you learned on the job, or did you know going in beforehand? Like, where was your on the job? Resort? Because I think that's the thing. I feel like most people feel like. The information isn't readily available. There's there's not a lot of people that they the can go to and say, there. hey, help me with this. Or, you know, like the information they scattered don't, they about don't, they it don't isn't a central it. place. I know, I know somebody was trying to pay an artist a few months ago, something like $30,000 or some royalty money. Mm-hmm. And the artist said, yeah, all right, here I talk. I'll give him a bridge in Miami. Just send it to him. And they're like, no, no, bro, you can't. What are you talking about? This money has to go to you. 
Sen inte bruna med en No, but you see what I'm saying? Yes. Exactly. It's your money, your royalty which you have earned. Mm. It must go to you or a company that you are a member of. Yeah. Not to your brethren in Miami. So he's sending it to his brethren because brethren live in the States, mm. have bank account, legal, mm. pay taxes, and mm. they're going to try to work out with them brethren mm-hmm. how to get the money mm. back out in some sort of manner or, or you know, shape or form. You know what I mean? And this artist was like, it's been around for like, Freaking 20 years is not a young artist. They just don't really care. You must have to get your stuff together. Because Jesus otherwise, please. you're going to work in a paradigm of... <laughs> Let me tell you something. It was easy when we first started. You know, we do shows. Me and Shauna do, got, got to do a show. And I first started as his manager. And Shauna's doing shows. For, like, you know, five grand, six grand. That kind of money there, okay? Mm-hmm. As, as Govey said, a little bit of money, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So and we'll go and do it with with like it was Sean and Vegas for example. Mm. And we'll go up to New York and the flash up and we'll get there and remember you didn't have social media then you know, so promoter used to drive you around the place to make people know that you're around. Oh, wow. So I'm after drive you to this station. West Indian station? which station? Oh, Them okay. drive you to this cook shop and this hairdresser place because that's where the word I'm out I got spread oh, so oh, I'm going oh. to Brooklyn and this hairdresser place and say yeah man the artist there you know I'm saying oh my god Sean you know I'm in the excited mm-hmm. and say that they didn't have camera phones but they still have tech Feature, real cameras yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and and we do the little touring up and down the place so the word would spread mm. yeah man Sean is there we saw him and passed by the, the shop today and really, people know with all of that work we'll go out there tonight to go to the show Two in the morning, New York showed them start at two and three in the morning, a ridiculous time. Wow. And like 50 people showed up. And we were just like gutted. We're like, damn. And the promoter's like, yo, Jano Star. Anyway, I know nothing still. Drove us back to the go so one, two, three. And paid out Sean a five or six grand on Vegas, five or six grand, whatever it was. No problem. Mm. And I look at him and I say, hold on a second. So this have nothing to do with the show. Mm. Cause nobody never come to the show and we still mm. get paid. The guy never even bat an eye. Because mm. I was expecting a long story, boy. You know, I know I was yeah. going to tell you, but you know what I mean? The guy just didn't care. And I said, hold on a second. That's the kind of money that we're working with. That's the kind of industry that we're in. Mm. And once you got that, and a lot of artists started getting that, then it mm. turned into like, oh, well, I just want 20 grand for the show. As a matter of fact, I need a new car in Jamaica. So mm. send me one. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want this. You know what? Carry me to the mall. Let me go shopping mm-hmm. before the show. Mm-hmm. I want to buy this chain and this Air Jordan and this Ray mm-hmm. And the mentality came that this is how money make out of music. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to worry about publishing and registering shit and none of this. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Voice a song. As long as you have your visa, get on the plane and just get riches. Like a freaking video, like loot. Like bing, 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 bing. Just pick it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then just come back home with it. And f- for the longest time, this was the dancehall industry. Mm. And producers made you little records, license your thing, mm. and you know, got your little money on the side, you ran your little 45s and whatever. And we knew that the level of money we could make. We understood that per project, we put out our juggling, you could, could maybe make a 20,000 20, US off it, maybe 30,000. But you weren't putting out more than two, three jugglings a year, maybe three jugglings a year. Mm-hmm. That kind of level of money, three mm-hmm. or four, and then you're lucky to get like a song and a reggae gold and here and there for a grand and a two. So the expectations of where the money was for us, we understood this is our industry and this is the kind of money we are expected to make. Mm-hmm. None of us were under any illusion that, no, dog, we are talking about, we're going to buy this Chris Benz, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And this Rolex and this Rare, because we knew like that's not the kind of money mm-hmm. in the industry. 
we understood where the money came from. When you shifted from that into piracy, into digital, then we have no more um, advance to collect from nobody. So now we have to hustle the song them, put them out and try to get it downloaded. Nobody's giving us the upfront cash to be like, oh, you just did our juggling? Yeah. Hold a big money one time. That mm -hmm. isn't there. Yeah. The artists have continued doing business the same way they've always been doing business. But the business changed, but they have not changed. There, there's nothing for them to change because they're just saying, where's the me the money? Mm. I'm an artist. I'm doing a show. I want X amount. It, I, this is just my price. I just don't care. Me name want me name. Me want this. Mm. Mm. I don't business. Yeah, but it's a small club. It can only hold 2,000 people. I don't care. I want 20 grand. It's like, bro, but I can't charge. So, me no business. I mean name, what your name? Suck on the mother. I mean name this. I mean name that. <laughs> But you understand what I'm saying? But that has been the prevailing attitude because they just assign a worth to themselves mm -hmm. and said, this are my worth mm -hmm. and I want this. Mm. And they have just kind of continued. The funny thing now with COVID is that you have leveled the, the whole playing field. field because guess what happened? There's no shows. Mm -hmm. There's no shows for this year. There might not be no shows for yes. There might not be school this year. You guys read what is going on yeah, we'll in the country? Well, yeah. Much less show. Mm -hmm. And you're worried about round robin for keep and them so bro. Mm. It's not happening. You know what I mean? So a lot of them now are kind of scrambling to be like, well, how are we gonna science this out? Global problem. The difference is that in the hip-hop world, them guys be like, okay, there's no shows, but guess what happened? We can still make songs and stream. Mm. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we still have some amount of income Don't coming come in, in there. We can still do certain things with music to, to earn money. Mm -hmm. We know our sitting on and say, well, we're going to do with music to earn money. And I'm listening to YouTube when the videos come out. I'm like, wow, these videos look amazing. The music video business, I've never seen it so big in this country <laughs> in all of my years. I'm being yeah. serious, bro. When we yeah. were doing videos back in the day, it was a, a big deal to spend money like that on a video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It took a lot mm. for you to be like, whoa, we're really going to spend this. Because you have to believe in that. Yo, yeah. believe on the back end. And back, back yeah. time, we were still the BT thing was in our brain to yeah. get it onto BT. And now, so as producers, we weren't conscious about making videos for songs. That's on the artist. That's if it's some big thing now every song drop the artist look on you with a video mm. Mm. you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. and then i'm looking at the videos and i'm like this is a three thousand us dollar video this is a five thousand us dollar video what are you guys mm. talking about mm. how are you somebody do the math and explain to me how you're making these videos mm. because youtube metric you guys know see a plaque there so you do the one million views of your song and you make what twelve hundred dollars maybe max on the whole record that have a split between the distributor of the record, the producer who own the record, mm -hmm. and, and the artist at mm -hmm. some way. Mm -hmm. So how do you spend 3,000 US dollars on a music video to go do a million on YouTube, or even 2 million mm -hmm. views in six months? Four to six months, maybe. Mm -hmm. How does the math work out? Sweet I would class. like somebody to tell me how you justify spending that. I can't, I got to tell you, because you're And, and <laughs> to, to make that money. So then when you start to really do that now, then you say to yourself, hold on. And then the joke is that they expect you, the producer, to pay for it. But regardless of who pays for it, that math cannot add up. So one of two things must be true. Either one, you're all dreamers, and you have no idea how this works. Mm -hmm. And in your brain, you're thinking that you're just going to make back this money. So you don't care. You just want mm -hmm. to spend it, and we just want to make the baddest video ever. Mm. So you can just tell your friends you have the baddest video. And it can, you can just get the likes and the comments. And you just feel great that you have the baddest video. Mm -hmm. it, that's one thing. The next thing is that the money you earn has nothing to do with music. Mm. 
It's not coming from the music industry. You are using the music industry to showcase mm. the money that you earn. Right? I'm a star. I have this car. I have this. I have that. I have, Ray, I have this jewelry. I have whatever else. Because I'm in music. But it didn't add up to me how you made the money out of the music. You understand what I'm saying? So when you type a look at it that way, then you send yourself, well, what are we really doing here? Are we guys about the business and how to fix the business? Well, I, I'm trying to understand currently how it can even operate the way it's been operating. It's fascinating to me <laughs> how you can continually pump money into visuals with records which are not hits and don't sell. Right, speaking of, speaking <laughs> of, of making things make sense. Dum, dum, dum. We're still never the same way. Pop. Speaking of making uh, things make sense. Popcorn released his oh. album last week, um, Fixed Tape. And the numbers are in for the first week sales. Um, it's 686, first week sales. 686 copies Thousand? sold. 1,000? No, 100. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making Jemila. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to look at like, I, I got reached out to a particular artist, a big name artist doing him thing, that's saying, yo, you know, no, you know, really, I see things the right way. So, me there, I talk to you, Jeremy, like, help me make sense of this. Because mm. to me, that would translate to poor, especially when I see. <laughs> Wait, you said to poor? <laughs> to doing poor. <laughs> poor numbers. Especially in relation to the other big name artists, international, that I see. Now, this is an artist who has the Drake back in the OVO, back in two features on Drake. As him said, nobody never do this yet. As him, I heard people saying it's going to do 10,000 first week. I heard people saying this is going to go platinum first week. Mm. Can you help me make sense of 686? Listen. For popcorn. All, all, I, can, I, all I can really say, for, well, first of all, you're going to have a scenario where, to be very honest with you, our numbers have never really been that great anyway. Mm -hmm. Even in the regular sales era yeah it's a little bit unfair for us to compare our albums to like a hip-hop artist of the same kind of level let's mm. say it okay so let's put let's first of all let's state that i think a lot of the deals which are done with the u.s artists and our artists are branding opportunities for the foreign artists in my opinion, and I don't know the story, I would think that somebody like Drake, it's a branding initiative for his brand to be associated with popcorn. Mm. Okay? And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's been a long time that the association has been there, and we're just now only seeing an actual record with them together. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's a branding <clears throat> opportunity. I don't believe that OVO and Drake, again, that's my opinion, because I don't know, disclaimer, are really looking at it like, well, we have to spend this money on this product to earn back this amount of profit when it comes to something like popcorn. I think for them, it's more about, it's a great relationship for OVO to have with the brand. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they are really concerned with the numbers, mm -hmm. is what I'm saying to you. I think it's more important for them to be like, yo, we're in touch with the streets, we're cool, we're in touch with the with the Jamaican culture, the West yeah. Indians, them, mm -mm. because we have popcorn underneath this umbrella. So what about things on popcorn side? For popcorn side, I would think the initial 
part of it too would have been like the branding is excellent for me as well mm. to show everybody that again it's a validation mm-hmm. you understand that the biggest rapper on the planet arguably biggest artist right rihanna is the biggest artist i would say oh, but okay. but arguably. close yeah, close yeah, yeah. right has now decided to quote unquote endorse my thing then and mm-hmm. sign me or whatever so i think initially i would say that that would be the value that you'd get out of it mm-hmm. now you would have to then say to yourself okay fine but long term what's going to be the advantage to me with this relationship because 10 and 20 years from now if i don't have a hit song with this man or somebody from this camp or as a result of this mm-hmm. what would it have been worth to say that i was signed to ovo, signed to OVO? Mm-hmm. in jeremy's opinion can i speak for the man big up popcorn god bless you youth. you're doing your thing disclaimer again but i would think that that's what should manifest in your head mm-hmm. at a certain point so the metric of this has never been done before i'm not really sure how important that is mm, two drake features and another man it's never been done before but, so fair enough, i don't know if i don't i don't really don't know but is that something i don't know i don't really get that though do twist you have a hit turn, song twist and turn was featured on obama's summer playlist so which was good yeah. and these things are all good things which you're supposed to build on and capitalize on mm-hmm. and the, under the road mm-hmm. now in my understanding of music business the idea were to be to make a smash hit record mm. hit like how tootsie slide is a hit mm-hmm. left foot slide you understand like how those records are hit go make that record with drake mm. if you make that record with drake then i'm like okay you're good because right. 10 20 years from now somebody's gonna wikipedia popcorn is gonna come up number one record this number one spotify number drake. one urban number one mm. that billboard number one rap mm-hmm. and you understand and you will hold that up and say this was my achievement yeah that i'm one of my highlights on my career yeah not number one reggae billboard chart no that's nonsense none of that don't mean a lot of sense because you see what the numbers are so that's not no great achievement mm-hmm. to, to to do nothing you understand what i'm saying um so you would think that that's what the aim should be is what i'm saying to you mm-hmm. now maybe you're gonna say german man them try them do the record which they thought would have been the record mm-hmm. and they tried to make the hits that you're asking for and whether it does work or it don't work I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's that. I get in the benefit of the doubt too with mm-hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. But I think, you see, we keep, <laughs> the funny thing is that you keep asking me about figures and sales. And, like, we keep waiting for somebody to break this barrier. Well, you know, Vibes Cartel album going to come out. What going to happen? Yeah, like, we keep on waiting. Like, oh, which you know, album no going to be? No, it's going to be Buju. Like, who's it going to be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as we maintain the same way that we make, put out records and the kind of music we're making, it's mm-hmm. not going to be any different. So the thing is, I think what, what, what people are asking us to do is to kind of look at it differently like in terms of like don't measure it to, to hip-hop we shouldn't measure dancehall in the same way how hip-hop is being measured yeah so but not for, if you do a record with dance- a hip-hop artist though that's different no, if you're no, just making talking about the the the, the puppy thing i'm just saying like overall because i think the issue was with narrowing and his rant with the <laughs> cartel and 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 um and Buju's Buju's numbers, yeah. the numbers weren't great either so it's just like people are saying like don't look at it in terms of like the overall number like i guess overall it's bad but for dancehall it's good so just to compare dancehall to dancehall and not dancehall to the world yeah, but i don't think if a dancehall is good or if a reggae is good either because mm-hmm. you have the same kids out in california making reggae albums and they're selling twenty thousand copies 
<laughs> so, but with it, so even thing, within reggae and dance they're, they're, they're America they're fun but then you're gonna start cut, yo you can't compare alright they're a Mobile artist then you can't compare them to Kingston artists you're gonna keep shrinking it if you don't if you tell me don't compare it to big American hip hop and thing fine okay. but there's a reggae band making reggae music in California mm. why is he selling 20,000 units why that's and you can only sell 3,000 like, you know. or 4,000 units white. I don't really get that they're white. Why does that? Why does that mean? Because it, they're is white. Is it that they reach their their consumer base better? Like, are they marketing? Like, these are the questions yeah, I have. Right. Yeah. When you look at the numbers, just like social media metric numbers, mm-hmm. and you see the numbers that our top artists have, like say even a popcorn, and then you see the numbers that they have, mm-hmm. you see that their numbers are paltry in comparison. But when it comes on uh, comes on to actual sales of the product, they're making more money. Why? How these are the questions I have. See, it's gotta because be. Because they, they have the bigger market and they're, they're in the United States and fair and fine. But you like to think that we are the mecca dancer. Mm-hmm. We this is where you know the top tier supposed artists are in the genre. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we making more than them? Because like, mm-hmm. I mean the one. thing is to Afrobeat. Afrobeat is dancehall younger brother i guess but we're the younger brother outshine and i do great numbers because mm-hmm. even shatawale like i was With laughing Beyonce. somebody said shatawale like the biggest dancehall artist <laughs> yeah but shatawale is not making songs but girl put this up in your hole and gunman skull for boring you know what i'm saying they're not making those kind of records mm-hmm. either yeah. though yeah and we insist on keep making those records over and over because yeah. we're glorifying there's this audio porn thing obsession that we have mm-hmm. whether porn sexual porn or violence porn mm-hmm. that we enjoy so much graphic, and, and after a period of time it becomes it becomes exhausting man it's like come on man you ain't Do better than nobody else. else you never screw more girls than nobody else mm-hmm. like what we keep making these songs over and over and over mm-hmm. album after album new project and you gonna make back that same record all right. over again you don't get tired of making that record like I don't you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and then you go look at Afrobeats and Shatawala and those guys are making palatable music that can play them relationship based they're fun their party songs whatever really you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. they have more reach to people yeah and you're wondering about the kind of records that you're making I find it exhausting to listen to those records mm-hmm. you know what I mean like over and over what kind of class are me and my friend them well one kill you know Jeez. post on me well one kill you know what I'm saying and, and, and the thing is, you're not at that stage either. Bro, so. Connick Lost Hill Hillside, which is like near, did shot of being a fucking anthem yeah. of modern dancehall. Yeah. These guys have potential, man. We rate them and we love modern dancehall. Don't get it twisted. This is not an old heads argument about mm-hmm. our new dancehall that good. I love it. I love those artists. Skilly Beng is my artist. Intense are my artist. Mm. Yang. Governor, my artist. <laughs> You thought I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. I love the work that they do. Yeah. But you think that they should spend more energy on the type of songs like a hill They need like to understand what sell. is it, the gains that they're going to get from what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make songs only about killing people and how much girls they can screw, then you're going to be always on this level. And mm-hmm. continue to, to, to you draw the, the eyes of the police and more and all them Yeah, people exactly. There. And it's going to continue. And you're going to cry foul and everybody's unfair. And, you know, mm-hmm. there's freaking... You know, there's a Sparta gang and Tommy Lee Sparta is locked up. I have nothing to do with it. Like, dude, come on, man. What are you talking about? If that's the life you're going to live, you're destined to be on that path mm-hmm. as where you are in the music business. So choose and do what you want to do. I always align it to like how 
the football thing is in this country. A man play for Waterhouse and Arnett and these places and I'm at the baller. Yeah. And him get a trial in England and I'm go over there and say, no, oh, man, I get up no four o'clock on my cold mm. and we can't get hockey and saltfish and Yo, fuck this! And they'll come right back to Jamaica. It's a fast national syndrome. National syndrome. What do you call it? National syndrome. I'm a national man, you see me? You mean I get to say I play for Jamaica? I'm a national man, you see me? I want them to play for reggae boys. I'm a national man, you see me? No shit. There is no goddamn weird. As you said, them folks on them get show up, Jeremy. But this is what happens to music. Of course, I'm saying, oh, you know how to not. I see him But musical is the same thing. Hamsters, you get a little opportunity. Somebody call to like a step out or do something on record or a possible deal or something put in place. You go over there. Where's your manager? My brother's still in there. Yeah, man, why not deal with How much money? What's going on? You guys have a tax ID number? No, nothing. Who's your publisher? And then all of a sudden, it's like, we can't do this. We can't. This can't happen. Say hello, fight. Get to you. It's about that. <laughs> you see what I'm saying, and then it can't happen. So, so what are we gonna do? Mm. The only other alternative is create your own local industry that can you can survive in. Yeah. Mm. So, if you are the baller that don't want to go to England in four four a.m. training, right, and eat the cold porridge, mm-hmm. so then make, find a way that you can make a living as a football player locally, then, mm. and then be a coach, and then be a news anchor, and then do, do something. That you think is gonna work? If if the Jamaican dancehall guys who don't have that possibility to, to do the things I'm talking about, mm-hmm. then show us a local industry where it can work. Then mm. show me a Caribbean-based industry. Show me local shows that mm. we, well, imagine if COVID never exists that mm-hmm. we could be doing consistently then and mm-hmm. performing and earning money. Not trying to ask for two million dollar. You understand yeah. from Bogdanovich every year, and he's like, "What the hell you to know? Go away. Which to know? I'm not going to put you on the show. And it's going to be the biggest song fest ever. Get the fuck out of here." And then he does here. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but but you'd have to find a way to show a local industry, some sort of Caribbean industry, something. Mm. If you don't have the answers to those questions, you forever live in a victim me- mentality, mm-hmm. right? It's because everything them and they're brown. Yeah. It was the most ridiculous argument mm-hmm. I've ever heard. Could you go into a record label them and you have rappers and R&B artists who black like tar selling millions of records? For some reason you think, well, the Jamaican people, though, you have to be brown. None of it adds up. It's just a place of ignorance that comes from. Mm-hmm. That's local shadism, mm-hmm. which you're trying to project. Mm-hmm. You understand? I threw them and they're brown and they make it and them and they're black. No. Maybe that's something you felt here growing up in Jamaica, mm-hmm. like going to school or trying to get a job. or I, I don't know. But in but, regards to music. Hey, it doesn't make business. not a stitch of difference. They couldn't care music less what is, you look like. Music is really what the black playing ground, right? They don't yeah. care. They sign artists of all different color, creed, whatever. Who can make this shit? Who can make me? That's all it boils down to. So that's nonsense, but that's something I like to kind of say is a reason. Of course, you know looks and marketability is a part of it, but mm. it, not in terms of you know, skin tone. Yeah, like but then that. what are we talking about? This who's this set of them rappers are cute? With all a tattoo on them face and everything there? No. What? I don't know if no. I tell me. <laughs> no. no. So, so yeah, it's not just about being good looking. Yeah, you have to be marketable. Yeah. Like, a look. Maybe the look is my face is full of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe that works. But it's not a matter of like, or you're good looking and you weren't so good looking and we couldn't market you. Looks help, but you find ways to do all of these things in the music well, industry I depending on what like you're doing. With hip, <clears throat> Missy Elliott, she was, they said that she kind of did fat and Exactly, and, and she just doubled down on it. I'm going to wear a big fucking suit, yeah. blow up mm. like a Michelin man. Ha yeah. ha, you think I'm fat. This is going to be like, what's oh, really cool. So all of these things, but it's your ability to interface with people and to do good business mm-hmm. at the end of the day that's what it means who can do good 
business with you. If it's easy for me to do business with you, mm-hmm. you understand me? Then mm. I'm gonna do business. Not necessarily because you're the best, but it's easy for me to do business with you. Yeah. Mm. That's what it boils down to. Your thing is straight, I know who to speak to, you have an attorney, you have a manager, you have mm-hmm. a tax ID number, you're with a publishing company, everything is good. You know what I mean? There's yeah. somebody there to take the call, somebody's gonna answer the email and write back in proper English and not say, yeah man, you don't know. Enter. Have <laughs> <laughs> we spoken to somebody's people and instead of a call? There is no WhatsApp at Atlantic Records. He's asleep, man. Yeah, you can't do that. There's no WhatsApp at the record company. There's an email. You, you understand? These are simple things. And if you don't feel like you have the ability to do all of these things, then you must have people around you that can do it. Mm. You don't say team for the sake of team. Yeah, I'm a brejness, I'm a cousin, I'm a brother, I'm a ray. No, if they're not qualified to do it, they're just not qualified. Simple. So, these not are the just things. crony number one or crony number yeah, four. Yeah, what know? it is, no, and it's a guilt thing too. Like, I'm making it now and all these people around me and I grew up with you. So, yeah. you're top, you'll be the manager. I want you to this. I want you to that. You to that. You know what I'm saying? Without even taking the proper steps <laughs> to, to actually, yeah. they are knowing yeah. how to put, do right. these jobs and then put them in positions to do. Yeah. So that's that's never gonna happen. When you start to interface on on that level, all that matters to these people is just business. They don't listen. They don't listen to the music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They, they look at the numbers, though. Is the song doing well? That's the question. Do you like the album? I'm not sure. You know, we sent it to radio. We're going to see the result. It looks good. I got the report from the streaming services. It looks good. That, it's not about this. Somebody else's job is to do that, you know, mm-hmm. to actually hear the record and say, yes, I think this is a hit. This is usually the producer and the a that yeah. will figure that part out. You follow what I'm saying? So artists, without artists, none of this works. Artists need to understand that they need to be artists. Let the business people do the business side of it. Mm-hmm. The people who are not emotionally connected to the work. Mm-hmm. Connected. Every song an artist does is a hit. To them. Mm-hmm. Every song them do is a smash. Every song can, can yeah. work. Trust you know, me, Jamaica. Jeremy, we know this. Enough. We talk about album them. <laughs> all of them. We talk about man, all I sang, all yes. I album I Every song for the album I hit song. Yeah. Yes. Artists always feel this way that every record they do is a hit. You see what I'm saying? Now, artists in charge of like, I'm going to make my... First of all, they get beats online or from producers in emails. So nobody is sitting with them to make the records anymore and be like, no, do it this way, do it that way. They make their own record. They do their own artwork. They hire a photographer friend. They direct their own video shoot. Mm. Put it on Instagram, whatever, their own photo shoot. They're making all of the decisions. Then they want... Let me tell you what they want after that. They want to release it themselves. And they want to go and tell you that, oh, I produce a record. It's my production company. Yeah, man. And I me do it. And I me write it. And yeah, man. I me build the rhythm too, you know. Mm. My thing. I me do the artwork. Really, or, the, or the very best. Like my brother do the artwork. Or really. It's me. So therefore, I would like a participation trophy for doing all of this work. I would like you all to rate me because I did all of this. I did all of this. You understand? Yeah. And me put on the thing on the microphone and the figure. And my computer, that's not. I went on my, to Microsoft yeah, Paint. And, and I like this. this. And I me teach them and they use the camera. And my thing, brother. Mm. See, but so, oh, good. But if the show is garbage, then the show is just garbage. Mm-hmm. So none of that matters. And I sit on and I watch it curiously. I'm like, why is this a big deal? To- I mean, boss, the most artists. What are you talking about? Nobody gives a fuck, bro. <laughs> we just care about hit songs. Yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. Why are you telling me that you produced it? You're not a producer. What makes you qualified to produce anything? Mm. 
Why do you think that you're the best person for the job? I would never, I would never do that. And if I have them produce a credit, what am I talking about? No, but you yeah. see, this is where they keep missing the point. The point should be that I'm going to get the baddest photographer to take my pictures, mm. the wickedest video director, you understand? The best goddamn engineer for mix the song, mm. the baddest producer to make the track or whatever, you know what I'm saying? The best vocal coach to help me with singing, the best set of background singers, that's what you should be doing. And if it, that means that that person is 10 years old on you or 20 years old, so be it. They have experience and wisdom. That is why they are there. Mm -hmm. mm. It's not about the youths, them time now and this, this pervasive attitude because you're not proving to me that you are making the hit records. Mm. So all of the older producers, it's funny to me because I'm going to be around 10 years from now. Right? God willing. And 15 years from now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to come back to Naro. And the fix, if the fix is still around, and we're going to have this discussion again. Mm. And say, so call the people from 10 years ago and 15 years ago and say where they're at now. Mm. When they are now the old people or whatever they want to put mm -hmm. it. You feel what I'm saying? Mm, and yeah. that's going to be interesting. Five years No, because myself and Nigel's staff and Birch and Beanie and Bounty, all names you want to call, mm -hmm. we can say, we did this, that, XYZ, ABC, mm -hmm. etc. Mm -hmm. You understand? We have this billboard. We have this plaque on the wall. Mm. We have this hit record, which them still a play, which them still a sample, mm. whatever. So I don't have to do nothing. I can just sit at home with my kids and watch TV or whatever. You all run your music business. That it's one thing and, that that verse is battle displayed. It, it, it displayed how timeless their, good their, their good songs, hit songs. And that's are. all that it is. And we support young artists of course we do 100 percent. we want to see this thing continue mm -hmm. mm. you know what i'm saying don't make it we weren't we brought into the business old when i came to this music industry on my first venture down to mixing lab you know and a friend took me down there um boy james boy that used to play on fame dj boyd and boy took me down there and i walked into a session i was slaying robbie them working as i walked through the door the man i'm going to tape machine them then press the table and look i said what's going on you and boy say, yeah, man, in a bridge in this journey and come from Canada. Say, yeah, man, yeah, man. Say, yeah, yeah, producer. Yeah, you know, did this and I went to school and I did that and rare and I went to Jamaica School of Music and blah, blah, chit, chat, 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 chat. Okay, cool. You see the tape machine, play and never press back. Because they don't know who you are. You walk into that room, you're not hearing nothing which they're doing. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? There's mm -hmm. no access. You see the equipment? Them used to scrape off the names and the, and the numbers on the thing. So when you look in a rack, you never know which compressor, which sampler, which you didn't know nothing. You could yeah. not come in there and say, yo, the man that I use, all right, Yamaha, this DBX, <laughs> right? Okay, cool, I'm going to get that for my studio. Yeah. Mm. They used to scrape the names off of that shit. Bro, this is how them things they used to work. Yeah. DJs used to scrape off labels off of records. When them play it and you try to look over and say, which song that? You wouldn't know the thing, scrape <laughs> off. <laughs> this was a music industry. There was no open invitation yeah. from nobody yeah. but learn to do this and do that and welcome into industry and mm -hmm. foundation we talk about we have to figure out every striking thing for us we had no internet mm -hmm. them time this is early 90s mm -hmm. this is barely email you know aol you've AOL, got mail yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> come on bro. Internet <laughs> this research was not there so i'm just saying to you, it was a rough haul mm -hmm. to do those things mm -hmm. we do records sean them the records we drive to ocherios Drive to Ochi to give the song to GT to play, the 45. Mm. There's no email. Let's remember this. So you record them press, or we'll jump in a little station wagon at the time, mommy station wagon, or we'll drive down to Ochi in the night. I will reach the gate to RFM. 
down there, so I want big tall gate with the thing ramp up and security and dog and bag or something. And Sean put the record in my mouth and her. And then climb the f- Boodoo fan drop her next sign, security. Rushing with the dog. He said, Yo, me name Sean Paul. <laughs> GT Taylor Ray Ray. I'm dead serious. And we're all in the car looking like, Oh shit. And, and then I'm going. YouTube for sure, them tass. Yeah, see the video there. No, no, but then I'm running there Sean and I'm giving the record to GT. And then we'll go back another week and we'll drive back to town while I listen to GT play the record. And GT play it one time. I said, Yes. GT yeah. play the record finally, dog. Ray. Yeah, yeah. never rushed me for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, Stone Love anniversary, those things that we used to out of Portmore, same thing, jump fence. Mm-hmm. And we post a who are you? Are you me or you named Sean Paul? Both the black bucket with the red pa- I'm saying, and put him on stage with Junior Cat. Yeah, but he Just put him on the light, I'm missing that. <laughs> he put him on stage with Junior Cat. To be like, oh, you, you, you think say you're a bad DJ? And you're that Stone Love anniversary. All right, then go, say I'm Mike here, got DJs alongside Junior Cat. And he's shaking in his boots, but then get up there and him do it, and the people look on him and, re- and him sing him to a little song and boss about back, whichever song he made at the time. Yeah. And people say, You know, that song, bad yeah, And them getting looking forward. I will go home the night saying, Yes, we accomplished something. We went to Stone Love Dance and we DJ in, in front of the crowd boots. and mm-hmm. people yeah, never boo him. And re- you're mm-hmm. putting the fucking work, bro. Mm-hmm. I got tons of stories about that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sean and must do them do it to be in New York handing out promo stuff on the street. <laughs> Literally with a backpack and his security guard and Sean used to have bandanas with them thing and some G-string things for girls with them little dotted man with a weed thing and Riri and, <laughs> and handing them out to people. This is after you sell 8 million records and people be on the street mm. like, yo, is that Sean Paul? Is that Sean Paul? Oh my God, that's Sean Paul. He's like, yeah, you don't know, you know, new he album really come out. Dominican. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying to people putting the work and I'm telling yeah. you, they got other stories like that for the shaggies of the world and anybody else is boss a man mm. put in work mm. for make things work bro so no they never come by an accident it's not a skin I color thing bro, nah. fuck all of that so anybody know who is complaining about you can't get nowhere because you need to make better songs mm. that's it because all we did was just try and make the baddest songs possible and if the song never good we never use it we never put it out we never put energy behind it mm-hmm. i would kick and scream and fight about which song was good from which song wasn't good mm-hmm. i would get feedback from people and say listen to this song not regular people but like industry people mm-hmm. disc jockeys other people mm-hmm. to be like what you guys think and yeah. they'd be like boy honestly prefer that song over this song this one over that one we made those decisions about getting hit records and that's all it really boils down to mm-hmm. so not to continue to bore you with any stories about whatever, but it's just a hit song business. So all of this stuff which I see around me, I'm like, it's just like look like a hit video, but it ain't a hit song. Cause as mm-hmm. I'm done thing, I'm how did the song go again? I don't remember. But it was the video, man. Remember the video with the truck and then the lightning bolt came in and then the guy jumped off the roof and the girl didn't yeah. have her brassier open and, and he's like, shadow. oh, that video. <laughs> you know the video, but you, you know, know the video, song. but you don't even remember the song. Mm. Mm. And then we're sitting around saying, what has happened to dancehall? Uh, really? We'll uh, see. Jeremy. <laughs> we'll see. feel like I could have talked to him more. There's one more story I want to talk to him. I don't know. I don't know at the time. But, but it's come uh, far across. Why? With far across a video over there with DMX. I talk about working with Sean Paul. And that Sean Paul bass guy say, oh, hey, like in the one voice, a song. But now just give me like rhythm or something. Like, boy, I something. saw that too. I don't know yeah. what. So why that just suddenly like, be popping up on YouTube? All yeah, but just see pop up. So, but from the, when that was recorded? Yeah. So we just want. I don't even remember if anything even went like that. We did the Belly soundtrack thing and everything was cool with that with DMX. It's quite possible at the time he wanted to do something with a remix. And Sean Paul basically. No, yeah, I don't know if about and Sean. A couple months later, I'm saying MC. I, I don't think so. Money, yes. More than, I, you see, at that time, 
the record company was in control of what got done and what didn't get done. Not, mm. not us or not Sean. I don't know if DMX at the time would have thought him can just link Sean direct mm-hmm. and make it happen. Because I think in the interview he says, Sean, you maybe talk to some lady and Ray. Yeah. I don't even know who that would have been. Maybe an attorney that he would have him call somebody. I'm not real too sure. It wouldn't have been our decision to mm. do something like that. Mm-hmm. That's record company decisions. They work it out with the payment. So maybe DMX felt slighted that Sean was his boy and Buster would have been a competing rapper at yeah. the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we have that kind of recollection about that story and DMX borrowed Sean and stopped talking to him or nothing. I'm not really too sure how that would have happened. But we used to make some pretty tough decisions. We had a Snoop Dogg remix for We Be Burning. Mm. And Snoop did it and sent us the vocals. And me and Sean listened to it and we're like, mm, it's don't make it. It don't fit the rhythm. It don't. DJ, that style of DJ, yeah, Snoop, Dizzle, Dizzle, and a chan, 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 and a rhythm, and it was just like, it never makes sense to us, and Mm -hmm. we just were like, ah. Now, imagine today, somebody turned down a Snoop Dogg feature, or some Mm. feature from somebody, Mm. you know what I mean? But at the time, we made decisions, we're just like, this is not a hit, it's not, why would we do this? You know what I'm saying? You so, never do it because uh, you never yeah. put it out. Because most people would have put it out because it's new. Yeah, it's but new. we had to. We were being really smart about it and saying, no, look up what we've been doing with the records that have worked for us. The mm-hmm. bus time thing was a smash. The blue country was a smash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You'd have to make those decisions. That DMX thing is funny because I did see it pop up on even my YouTube yeah. stream too. I'm like, why would this be news? No. <laughs> You know how much years later? That's a very strange thing. Maybe because he did his versus right, thing the other day. So the DMX stuff starts to kind of come out. I saw DMX in Florida once in a Walgreens. And I said, like, maybe 10 years ago. I was up there with my family late at night, 11 o'clock in the night, on Biscayne Boulevard. And just, he was just in the line with a bodyguard. Um, this big guy looked like a Hells Angels, you know, white guy, a big white mustache. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. a looking. Money, yeah. yeah, and I, I saw him and I was like, that's DMX. He's like standing in the line. He was like buying a fucking pack of Newports or something. <laughs> I swear to God. And I just look at him and I was like, Yo, X, what's up, man? He turned and said, yo, what's up, man? I was like, yo, I don't know if you remember me still, but I'm Jeremy Harden, you know, it's with Sean Paul's manager. Remember you did the Bellis soundtrack in Jamaica? And yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, word. Yo, that's my man. Yo, Sean. <laughs> he talks like he DJs. It's funny. Yeah, I he talk, that. He like talks the same way he raps. He's like, yo, that's my man. Sean Paul. Oh, yeah, I remember. All right. Yo, what's up, fam? Oh, yeah, good looking out. I was supposed to do that record. Yeah. What's up with that, man? Yeah, just like that. It was so funny. And I was just like, yeah, so yo, where's the old? And he must have give me a pound and whatever <laughs> I was cool and I was like how the hell in life is such a weird thing what are the odds of me just joining the freaking line in a Walgreens mm. what first of all what's the odds of DMX in a Walgreens in a Biscayne <laughs> Boulevard just 11 o'clock at night like with a pack of cigarette waiting to buy him in the line mm. it was just such a weird moment like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like those type of things big up to X-Man I love him one of my favorite rappers it's, it's strange that that, that, that thing came out the way that it that like a YouTube article about um, you know? Yeah, yeah, just anyway, see them as a about it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's a bus to youths. Yeah. That's a bus to youths. Ah, cool. Alright. Go on, all right. Do your thing. I gotta go. Alright. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Bye. Alright, we'll just go on your tune then. Alright. You know I gotta go too. So <laughs> I'll take this one, but I want to thank you guys for having me back on the fix. Yes. Definitely. Love the show, big supporter, as you know. And um, yeah, man, continued success. What's the next plaque after this one? The million. The million plaque. That, that's, that's the one, one you need that's to go for next. That's what we're going for right now. Definitely. You know what I mean? Uh, Ari, what's your song? Just introduce it on your way out. Okay, my song is Jackal and Skilly Bang. 
Right, here to people. If I got a hundred flows, I'm about to hit the road and kill a hundred shows. They calling me a pimp, I got a hundred hoes. But you know it's MOB until the casket closed. Bad man make them up, scatch when men are killing long, bam, bam, bam. Let me hear the shot dance, fear, bam, I'll be a disaster. Alright, Javi, introduce your song. Alright, my song is by Joe BJ, and the name of the song is Queen. Queen, yeah, yeah. Woman, you are a queen. You feel like you're defeated. Then if you up and then they leave you stranded. Alright, so that was sound of Joby J. Queen. Alright, the artist Margo Fernos. Unsound mine. And the song named Funny Ho. It's funny how who you love never love you in return. It's funny how who you trust are them first one dish your dirt. It's funny how the same people you stand for. Stand aside and watch your get drunk, guys. Funny how. Alright, that was Unsound Mine. Song name Funny How. Yo, people, give thanks for tuning in. Is it me? And all these things. I forgot to know, but you don't know. Say, so can follow the, the fix across all social media platforms. The fix JA. Follow us on Twitter. I was just about to say Instagram. Our Instagram got hacked. Alright, we're putting out a vlog about it on our vlogs channel, which you can subscribe to as well. The Fix Vlogs on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'll explain all that to happen, but yeah, our Instagram got hacked. I try to recover it, all these things. In the meantime, you don't know, say you can subscribe to YouTube, our main channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Fix JA. Javi, you I try to get to, to a thousand subs before your birthday. Yeah, that never work out, so... <laughs> it's not your birthday. It's still count. It's still count. No. So, um, <laughs> follow me on Instagram at JustJavs and subscribe to my YouTube channel at JustJavs before my delete. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. But I win that. Wait. Anyways, people, I win that. Um, Patreon, of course, you can support us there. Uh, why is my forgetful plug? Of course, fix merch. Got cut the merch there. Big ups to Itopia Life, of course. Our Ghana people don't have nothing else to talk about. Geek out. Bye.